Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Ayo, welcome into the CHGO White Sox podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app today and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Welcome into Studio A of our CHGO offices here in the West Loop of Chicago. It's a huge day for us here at CHGO. We have a brand new partner, as you can see, Goose Island. Goose Island Beer Company is now our partner here at CHGO, and we're super excited to have the Goose uh, on our team. I'm Sean Anderson. You can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. That's Vinny Duber. You can follow him on Twitter at Vinny Duber. He's our CHGO White Sox beat writer. And that's Herb Lawrence. Hello. You can follow him on Twitter at EcknerWall23. He's our CHGO White Sox community leader. Um, why don't we just invite you to see what we're all about now with Goose Island on board and welcome Goose Island onto the team, you know, officially. Welcome Goose Island into the CHGO family. We're very, very excited to have them on board. And it was very fun to go out to the tap room and, you know, have some beers on Well, I'll say this, you know, blinking, you might have missed us in the video there. That's because in true baseball slash White Sox fashion, we were back in a dark corner (laughs) yelling about Carlos Correa at some point. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, Cody got a mention. Uh, I saw the Blackhawks guys get a mention, the Bears guys, the Bulls guys. No Sox coverage. Again, we were, you know, we, we're hey, counting. Like I said, we were busy. We <laughs> were, were busy talking about Carlos Correa that day. Yeah, counting the word count in the yeah, Sun-Times. Everybody else was actually, you know, you know, participating, enjoying Goose Island, which we were too, but also we're like, hey, let's go and talk to ourselves. Everybody's like, hey, we're filming a commercial. I was, didn't even know in that commercial they kind of cut it off. I was literally on the other side of Peck because I didn't know what was going on. I was just enjoying some delicious uh, libations. <laughs> Like this one. Yeah. And, the secret uh, bear, bear bear hug. We had the secret uh, bear hug. I know Cody just had that on the CHGO Bears one. Uh, we had the 312 actually at the tap room. Uh, you saw the I, I had a nice sample that day. What, it, we had I was of. going up different one every time. Michael's Kolsch. Did you have a favorite? Was yours the that was my That was my favorite. There was I re- Well, I really like the Sophie, which is a year-round uh, goose offering. If you'll give me a second here, I will pull up exactly what I drank that night. I, I, like the- I take note whenever I have a new, a new beer. I got to get it. Here you go. You ready? Yep. The Tapachi Sunrise Tequila Fruited Ale Ooh, was I on that. tap. Wow, that, that is your That thing. was on tap at the uh, tap room, and that was that was quite delicious, yes. That was the, that was the best that you had. Yeah, I mean, is it a listen, sour I, beer? I'm, I drink three one two all the time, so I'm not gonna go unloyal from my three one two. But that one was really good because it was unique. Was that a sour beer? Not. It wasn't okay. too bad. It was just. It was just fruity, which I enjoy. Um. Yeah, and I don't. I don't drink a ton, but uh, hey, you know, I mean, it was a. It was a special occasion. I had a, a, a black uh, Blackhawks one earlier today as well. Uh, you know, it's a special occasion. They're they're a partner. You know, uh, it's it's not a a, a go to for me, but you know, it is now. It I'll, is now. I'm getting <laughs> hammered. Oh, I'll be drinking every day. <laughs> they must drink goose. 
They messed uh, up. But, oh, man, we lost all our money because Herb drank all uh-huh. the juice. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, uh, you know, giving give Chicagoans uh, free, gonna be, free endless beer. Going right? to be taking, gonna be taking the, the CTA just like Big Dave in the, uh, yeah, in the ad right. there a lot more often than I was driving gonna before. Going to be open up these props right here <laughs> if I run out this one right here. And shout out to uh, Ryan Green who shot that entire commercial. Uh, shout out to uh, Peck, Big Dave, and Will Gottlieb uh, who were the, the stars, I guess, of that, that commercial. As well. And I know we just started the partnership. But now it's time to implement Vinny's plan. Oh, I was going to get there. I was going to say it's for the ad read, you know, because no. uh, I, I think we got to sell the people, right? We got to we got to give a, a rousing speech here. Ugh. You know, we got to really win the the people over, our new friends over at Goose, to trust us with a beautiful creature like like what you're you're going to be pulling up here. Take down that Michael Jordan jersey because the real goat's got to go up in the back <laughs> behind us. Exactly. Right behind us. Uh, let's talk about a different goat, uh, the pitching goat, and then we'll get into the... Well, uh, the entrance goat, certainly. The, the entrance goat. Uh, I, I think someone in the chat earlier was asking, uh, yeah, Matthew McRory was asking, what's with Cueto on there? Uh, well, if you missed it earlier this morning, Johnny Cueto was announced uh, in Miami. He walked out from center field out into the mound uh, and greeted uh, the Miami, the Miamans? Miamians? Miamians? That's a good one. I don't know what the denonym is for Miami. Miamians. Uh, but we can just see uh, right here uh, what Johnny did as he walked in uh, this absurd, only Johnny Cueto way that he could have. If you're watching on the podcast, <laughs> I don't know if our mics are maybe. Oh, okay. M- Miamian is correct. That's the correct denonym. Miamian. Yeah. Look at the, Johnny Quaid. jamming out there. Dun, 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 so dun, is dun, the dun. sound playing? Could you hear the, the speaker? Okay, I don't know. Sp- Steven doesn't no know. No sound I'm on this video. Any sound. Right. Yeah. Well, anyways. There's a uh, loud, loud, loud song playing at the I'll, same I'll do, time here. Yeah, do a little play-by-play here. Uh, Johnny Cueto walked out from center field, basically how they do at Guaranteed Rate Field, like the center field doors open, and... Out emerges Johnny Cueto's massive speaker system that he recently just purchased, the orange speaker system in the that back unfolds of the, uh, ambulance, yeah. out of the ambulance. Mm-hmm. Johnny Cueto walks out to the mound that is tarped, draped in a uh, Dominican Republic flag, starts dancing Yohan Moncada music video-esque uh, out salsa there moves, yeah. uh, in a very slick gray suit with a with a black shirt like underneath. Dicky yeah. and Look, sunglasses. Looking very nice. And sunglasses, of course. Oh. Uh, Johnny Cueto. He walked all the way from center field. Slowly. Killed Slowly. It. Like he's like entering a wrestling <laughs> ring. Oh, my goodness gracious. I would love Johnny Cueto amazing. in a celebrity boxing match. Maybe draped in the Dominican no, flag. Somebody who deserves it. Deserves a a video and an entrance like that. Johnny Cueto was a storied career. Not no Vince Velasquez. Not you know, to crap on my man. Uh, catching strays on Johnny yeah, Cueto really. day. Yeah, um, but he just yeah. got a, a highlight reel. That's all he got. <laughs> exactly. Johnny Cueto, that's just smooth as hell. I mean, what what more do you expect from Johnny Cueto? A horse. A horse. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. I know it, Vinny was disappointed. No horse. If there had only been a horse or four. I'm, but, sh- um, I'm sure there's rules against that on Miami's field. Kim, Kim Come Ng. Come on. They have concerts out there. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Kim Ng, uh, Skip Schumacher. Johnny Cueto, the three horsemen. The three horsemen the three of the horsemen, you know? Marlin Apocalypse. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there you go. Uh, there, there you go. That, that, that would be yeah. a sick, and sick you, uh, visual Adel, right there. Arn Anderson, you're good. Yeah, Arn Anderson. Double-A spine-bustering little, people out there. Little Tully Blanchard, let's go. <laughs> Woo, Ric Flair. Uh, yeah, uh, it, it could be fun. Uh, but, yeah, congrats to my, uh, Johnny Cueto. But uh, I, I thought you had a, a good question for us, Vinny. Uh, 
what would you be? What would be your walkout? Basically, what would be your entrance? So if you signed with the Miami Marlins, it's, and you so got to do that, is it specific to the Marlins or is it? No, that's just they let Johnny Cueto do that. Who knows how many teams are letting Johnny Cueto put on such a show like that? Who wouldn't? Oh, that's I mean, awesome. it's, it's 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 clearly a mistake uh, right there. I mean, if if you were doing it, if you were walking out, Vinny Duber has the chance. Herb Lawrence has the chance to walk out from center field. You get the song. You get the outfit. You get the flag. You know what are you what are you showing off to the Miamians? Hmm. Is that and that's the right. That is correct. Okay. We looked. I looked up the denim. Yes, that's a good question. So my my I've always said my walk up song would be "Working for MCA" by Leonard Skinner. But here's the thing: walk up song and this situation song yeah. two very different situations. Because a walk up song you're getting like five seconds. Mm-hmm. This looked like the whole song played maybe started over again. He's walking from center field slowly, slowly. <laughs> So, I don't know. I think I'd have to go, like, ultimate ridiculousness. I think I'd – obviously, my flag, I'd have the Chicago flag over my shoulders. But uh, I think I'd have to go full ridiculousness. I'd play uh, Won't Get Fooled Again, and I'd be wearing the all-fringe Roger Daltrey get-up. Maybe I'll spin a microphone around my head like this, too. Yeah. <laughs> You've rocked the Canadian uh, tuxedo before. Canadian tuxedo is a good one, too. I'm not, I, I do like that as well. But, yeah, we'll go even sillier for this. I would go with a song from uh, MC Breed, rest in peace, uh, called Ain't No Future in Your Frontin'. Um, it's just a hard 90s uh, hip-hop song about a man from Flint, Michigan. It just, it just speaks to me. It's Where just, you're from. Yeah, exactly. From the harsh, for the harsh streets of Wheaton. And speaking of Wheaton, <laughs> I would wear a nice Wheaton North Falcon flag. Uh, there you go. 2021 uh, 7A football champions. Thank you. Um, I Thank would wear, you. I, yes. You were not on the team. No, I was not. I'm always <laughs> on the team, Vinny. Perpetually. I'm always a Falcon. But I would be going out there uh, dancing to that song because it's just so heat. I don't know if you've ever heard it, Sean. It was before you were born. But no. I would that would be your homework assignment. It, Four minutes. MC Breed. Ain't no future in your front. It sounds like something that Dion might pick as his uh, theme song uh, for for his Colorado uh, his Colorado. Uh, oh days yeah, Dion Dion was grooving to that song what back you, in college. Oh yeah, what do you what do you take? He had Mystical uh, going on uh, last year. Oh, with, uh, uh, here I go. Music? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so KPW is going uh, Return of the Mac. Uh, Alex Rude going with Rude Boy. That's thematically Rihanna. appropriate uh, Somebody for his name. Yeah. That's that's pretty decent. Uh, I I think I I've gone to Miami, worn ridiculous outfits. Bleached my hair and uh, bought a jumpsuit. It was very nice. Uh, I'd probably go all out. Um, I think, you know, kind of your style. Maybe white denim, though. Get a Ooh, cowboy yeah. hat, cowboy boots. Sure. Um, some That's fringe. Yeah. yeah. Um, Irish flag, you know, got to represent the heritage. My mom's from the from the mainland, right? Uh, but then, uh, obviously, I mean, I, I have a brand, so it, it would be Tusk. It I, would have to be. Yeah. It would have to be Tusk. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. If I if I were you and you you had to live up to the Tusk brand, I would bump it up one whole thing. You just get a full marching band out oh, there. Absolutely, yeah. no, I'm down you'd with that. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, that, but then if I'd he have showed to... up with a full marching band, you'd have to give him you'd have to give him credit, even if you I don't mean like that would be good. But then they would play a terrible song from that album, <laughs> and I'm like, it's the best song. God, don't talk, don't get me on Tusk too. If you keep talking, if you keep t- trashing this album, I might I might have to tell you the 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 right way to listen to He'll it. He'll give you a homework oh. assignment. You get high yeah, school right. and college kids to have to learn some terrible songs you got play a, for you you got a 36 minute 28 second journey on your your, your hand and coming up if you uh, if you don't slow down Oof. on the tusk hate yeah. um, sean's still big time in debt on the homework thing he still has to watch caddyshack i don't know any of these I songs <laughs> i know i know uh 
Weird Al Yankovic, but yeah. I don't know My Baloney. Is that uh, to the tune of My My Baloney? To my the tune of My Sharona. My Sharona. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, Red Right Hand is is very uh, yeah chilling. I don't know if it's a, a pump up song, but Joey Donut going with some Nick just Cave fright, just frightening all the media <laughs> in attendance for the press it's, conference. It's like that guy who showed up for. Uh, was a big Papa Emeritus Four? Yes, <laughs> whatever his uh, name was. Ghost. Yeah, just. Uh, yeah, uh, the Nick mascot. Yeah, that came to the to the Sox. To game? the Sox game, yeah. full dress through the, the first pitch. I forgot what his name was. Pa- Papa, Papa Emeritus. Papa, no, Papa Emeritus the Fourth. Yeah, it's just Southpaw with a different head, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, it's just just Southpaw, not in the green. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Joey Donuts is going to come out the skeleton tree. Uh, let's. Uh, talk about uh just something that i did see in the comments here though um from matthew uh with Hendricks out due to health do you think ronaldo will fill in the closer role uh, until Hendricks return we haven't really talked about this topic uh and again the white Sox did put up a website uh white Sox or mlb.com slash white Sox slash fans uh slash team liam i also think if you just go to white Sox.com slash team dash liam uh this will come up uh, i don't really want to spend too much time on it Probably. I don't think that they're thinking about it. I mean, it might be Kendall Graveman. It might be Joe Kelly. It might be Ronaldo Lopez. I think it will probably just call for the situation. Liam Hendricks clearly was their guy, their closer, signed for a $54 million deal, and he's out. I don't really know if there's the guy right now that they would say is their clear-cut closer. I think, yeah, I think the the answer to that question is uh, ask again in about two months. Yeah, I, because once once spring train, I think spring training is probably a time where you figure that out. You can say, "Oh, Kendall Graveman's the next in line" because he was the setup guy. You can say, "You know, uh, Lopez maybe has the skill set to do something like that." You could say that Graveman's done it before; he can do it again. Joe Kelly uh, is not one to ever back down from any sort of confrontation in in a high profile, high leverage situation either. So um, they've got a deep bullpen; they've got options. But again, they'll probably take the entirety of spring training to figure that out. I don't know if closer by committee makes a whole lot of sense ever, um, but you're in a situation now where you have a lot of options and your guy that you hired to be your closer um, is not available, as you uh, as you said. So I think uh, this is something that probably will be figured out towards the middle, if not end of March. And I would probably go with, there's two trains of thought, like where you're talking about there's experienced people who have done it before, engravement and Kelly for uh, a little bit. But then also you probably project Raylo, and I do, as a closer of the future. And it would probably be easier to move him, just him, to closer and keep other people in their roles. And then when Liam comes back, if he comes back, let's put our, put our fingers crossed, you could put Raylo right back to where he was initially. And so you don't move and you don't have too much movement between everybody else and the roles don't change too drastically. And so, yeah, it's, it's a sad situation from Liam, but it is an opportunity for somebody to step up and Raylo to get into the, the spotlight if he is given that uh, opportunity. I think that he will not necessarily thrive, but I think he'll step up to the challenge. I just think, too, like if Graveman pitches a night and then they need another closing moment, I don't know if they're going to go to Graveman uh, again on well, a back-to-back they do, they, night. They do that already, you know what I mean? And, and Liam is a is a special case right, Liam, where obviously I mean, he, he can handle that really uh you know you might even call it a ridiculous workload for for a closer in in the, the 2020s right I but, think sometime in May like around the cup series he had like six straight games where he closed and yeah. had saves yeah and, and so I, I think he's probably an outlier in that situation if they do come to a bridge where Graveman pitched last night sure throw somebody else out there but also you know Graveman you know was paid what he was paid to pitch a lot too 
Um, obviously, there was a lot of there was a plenty of talk last year about why he wasn't going sometimes um, as often as you would think. But again, their bullpen is pretty deep. I think that that is a a, a strength of this team. Um, certainly, you would say that when Liam Hendricks is a part of it, but uh, uh, they've got a lot of guys who can pitch in those late inning situations. They always say it takes a special kind of guy to pitch the ninth. Maybe they'll find that they have one in someone like Lopez or, or, or another young guy, uh, but they've got somebody who has done it before at least a little bit in Kendall Graveman. I um, want to know if there's clarification on what Joe Kelly did last year. I know there was something either in his contract or mutually agreed with with the White Sox about him not pitching back-to-back days in a certain amount of time, like in the first half of the season. I don't know if that was a real thing or if that's just played up by uh, us here, but is there a thing in his contract that you guys talked about that says, hey, he can't do back-to-back games in the first half, or is that just isolated for 2022 and he's good now? Um, my, my answer to that question is I don't know, but I will say this. They si- or they, they signed him while he was hurt, he, while yeah. he was coming off of an injury, and they knew that he wasn't going to be around uh, for the first little bit of the season to help them out in the bullpen. They really wanted to slow play him, and I remember talking to him in Arizona you know, all of us, all of the beat writers talking to him in Arizona, and he basically had the opinion of, guys, what matters is October. I want to be there and be ready for October. If we've got a slow play it here in the early portion of the season, we will. And what you were thinking of uh, back on July 3rd, James Fox tweeted on Hit and Run 670 this morning, Matt Spiegel reported that Joe Kelly's contract stated that he couldn't pitch back-to-back games until July 1st. Yesterday was his first back-to-back appearance of the season so on the second and or the first and second uh, of July, that was his first back-to-back appearance. Apparently, uh, that was written into his contract, reported by uh, Matt Spiegel of Six Seven The Score. Um, well, we're going to take a quick break here, uh, and then we're going to jump into Trivial Pursuit. It's a Friday for you. It's a Friday for us. Um, you know, podcast listeners, it's at least a Friday for you because you know you'll be listening to this tomorrow. Uh, live listeners, it's still a, a Thursday for you, but it's a Friday for us. Confusing, yes. Just take off tomorrow. Take out tomorrow. Song says it's Friday for you. Exactly. Tell your boss. And hey, go home and drink some beer. CHGO is supported by Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer since 1988. Their beer roster includes the Black Hacks, uh, or the Black Hacks, uh, the Blackhawks Pale Ale, which is a limited release, uh, the Bulls City 312, which is a limited release, the Bourbon County Stout, mm-hmm. uh, which I just saw for $2 off uh, at the local Jewels. So go ch- check out your Jewels. You might find a deal on those stouts. Uh, Christmas IPA, Beer Hug IPA Series, which Herb's drinking right now, the Green Line, and the Matilda. Vinny gave out his uh, favorite stout, uh, or not your, your favorite uh, tap. Uh, from the tap room as well, but you're drinking the 312 uh, Wheat Ale, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, the Wheat Ale. Uh, and uh, Chicago's Goose Island's two locations are open and ready to welcome you. Grab a beer right from their innovative tanks at the Goose Island Tap Room at 1800 West Fulton, or get a smash burger and a fresh beer of the week at the original Clybourne Brewhouse at 1800 North Clybourne. For reservations and pickup, go to gooseisland.com slash locations. Goose Island Beer Company. Uh, we loved going over to that tap room. It'd be lovely for a little, uh, you know, get together. If you haven't seen friends for a while, go pick up uh, a couple taps and over at the tap them, room. And ask them. I'm sure they can do it for a tour of that place. That is a beautiful place. If you've never seen a, a tap room and, like, a place where they make beer, it's like, man, I, I've seen one, but this one is extensive. It's and, nice. And, like, you know, we, we saw safety glasses too. We saw all of their, their wiring and all of their uh, hydraulics and all of their, their tubing. Clearly, it's those geniuses can figure out how to hydraulically shoot beer out of the goose head that was in right, right field. No? Ah, ah, Thank you. Correct. 
Like so, they're they're scientists there. That's a hundred percent. So they can easily do the goose head thing. Yeah, they might brought need to up. bring in some new taps or new kegs every once in a while, but we can make that happen. They're our best friends now. Yeah, and I just think that it would be a great way to build brand loyalty for White Sox fans. Hey, remember that goose was that was there at you know Guaranteed Rate Field for three years. That beloved goose that people always took pictures with. Everyone loved it. Guess what? It's right here. It could and go it right shoots, there. It missed beer. That, yeah, no, I, don't, no, 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 no. I think shooting might cause some problems or like might leak. No, so I think a, the mist would be. Like a, a, a no, nice I want solution. it to be like a shower head. And we just I, hold I the like beer it's, underneath it's gonna it. Get re, yeah, it's gonna get no, messy. You open your mouth. Oh, it's too much. I feel like it's gonna get messy. You want to yeah? be cleaning up beer? You're gonna have a beer yeah. shooting out of a <laughs> goose's mouth. That's worth a mess. It is worth a That's mess. That's worth a mess. But we can't do it 82 times after the White Sox win or whatever. You know, we Just like, do it every win, home no, run. After every home run that lands in the Goose Island. Every home the run. The artist that, formerly known as the Goose Island. Excuse we know me. what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, not a lot were hit over there. And we're, we're going to get to that in a I second. Mean, we're going to get there. a lot hit over there this year. We got Andrew Benatendi. Let's hey, go. Mercy. Let's go. Uh, but again, uh, Goose Island. Uh, check out Goose Island. And this is just a new URL to me, so I just want to make sure I'm getting it right. Gooseisland.com slash locations. Uh, again, 1800 West Fulton. That is their tap room. That's where we shot the commercial there. And you can take a tour of that. And the uh, brew house, which is over at 1800 North Clybourne. The Clybourne uh, spot's good. It's been a, yeah. That's been a good spot for a long time. They, they keep remodeling it. It's right uh, over and by it's the. All, it's always stayed good. Right over by the Best Buy off of uh, ninety four. Uh, what is that? Uh, North Avenue exit. Like I think the the forty eight A exit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's on yeah, Clyburn. It's Clyburn Sheffield, right there where where it ends. There, yeah. There you I used to live in that neighborhood. Good spot. Great place in that yeah. area. It's Patagonia right there too. <laughs> Mercy. Uh, and uh, hey, we also got to let you know about Pins and Aces. They're the official golf apparel partner of CHGO. We love our Pins and Aces gear and get tons of compliments on and off the course when we're wearing it. They're a family-owned golf and apparel business. And they make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, and even our favorite beer sleeve. It's an innovative product that allows you to store seven Goose Island beers right inside your golf bags and keep your drinks cold the entire round. So check out pinsandaces.com and use code CHGO to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com, code CHGO to uh, get 15% off your first order and get free shipping. I got to yell at somebody to go and get me another Goose Island. Cody, give me another Goose Island, please. Anything. Oh, law's going to jump up for Anything. you. That, um, that Crosstown rivalry is already hooking up. Cody's just tuning you out. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> blocking you out. Jerk, lives down the street from me. Already. You give him rides. All the time. Yeah. In the car. In the car. Not on my horse. Yeah, not, like on, Johnny not, on his, not on his scooter. Um, <laughs> let's jump in to some trivial pursuit here, as the Bulls did win. Bulls did win in Paris. So shout out to uh, Ronky Show, who uh, just jumped oui, in. Oui, oui. We. They win. Les Bulls. Hey, au revoir, <laughs> pistons. Um, let's jump into Trivial Pursuit here. I, I tried to level the playing field. Um, goose. Try to figure out goose. you know, how Herb could win. The goose is loose. Um, and we're going to try to play it Trivial Pursuit style. To gain, to win, to have the ability to win, you have to get five pieces. There's five categories. You have to get one question right in that category. Okay. You get all five pieces. You then get the chance to answer the final question. In the middle. You are the first person to answer the final question. You win Trivial Pursuit White Sox edition. Sound good? Yep. Sounds great. All right. You're giving us little wedges? 
Uh, no, okay. you're just going to, I mean, I'll, I'll mark and be aware of the wedges, but no actual wedges, which, you know, we didn't, I'll, I'll make sure I get wedges Usually that brown time. category is really tough for me, but I think this one I'm going to do well. I don't with. think that one's going to be about classic literature. Her. No. Yeah, our, our, our categories, uh, not typical trivial pursuit. Uh, the pink is free agents. The blues are trades. The green is numbers game. The yellow is honk honk. Uh, and Steven, feel free to just, yeah. Uh, thank you. Um, and then the brown one is beer, 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 um, which uh, will be a category about beer. Thank you. Um, the honk, honk one, uh, for the final question, it'll be a little different, but the honk, honk one, it's home runs that were hit into the Goose Island. Yeah. So from 2019 to 2021, home runs that made it into the Goose Island yeah, landing. Uh, I saw every one of those. <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, you'll so be, when I lose this category, it'll be very upsetting. You'll be very good at it. Uh, numbers games, plays with, you know, numbers on the back of jerseys. Uh, you, you, obviously, nice. we think of Andrew Benatendi wearing number 23, sure. and you were spouting off Robin Ventura, Jake Lamb, Mark yeah. Tian. Uh, that would be for all the people that like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the free agents and trades kind of goes into the, uh, the, the stuff that we've been talking about, kind of the, the teams that players were on before. They were a white sock. Uh, so, Vinny, you get the first spin here as right. you won the coin flip uh, off screen. Spin the wheel. Free agency. Free agency. Um, here we go. I'm not sure about this post game. I think they're currently at the stadium right now, so I think uh, just stay Bulls. tuned. Uh, Play Bulls? CHO oh, yeah. Bulls. Uh, just stay tuned, Bulls fans, uh, and make sure you are uh, uh, checking their Twitter at CHGO. And also, Bulls. as always, Stephen, we're going to need you to hide the comments when it comes time to answer these questions. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have some uh, smart viewers. Yes, we do. So the first one was free agents, right? Yes. Is the pink one? Okay. I'm going to give you the first question. These are the teams that this player played for before signing with the White Sox. Arizona. The Chicago AL team and the Washington Nationals. Oh, that would be Adam Eaton. That is Adam Eaton. There we go. You get the pink square. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, or the pink piece. Uh, there you go. All right. Uh, next up, Herb. Okay. You get to spin the wheel. All right. I guess Steven spins the wheel. Steven, spin the wheel. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Stop. Stop on a sailboat. Beer. Beer, beer, beer. Love this question. Uh, beer, 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 beer. Confetti every time. I like that. We love beer. Uh, Herb. Yeah. Goose Island is our new sponsor. Correct. They're the greatest beer company ever. I was not. Uh, that is correct. That's in the question. Yeah, I got it. That's in the question. That's, uh, I just took this straight from the game. Uh, they once brewed a White Sox ale. What type of ale was it? And what two can designs could White Sox fans find? Well, it's like three questions in there. <laughs> it's, it's, no, it's just. just um, pale ale. Uh, American Pale Ale, APA, and what were the two designs? Uh, the SOX and the sock. The Do I get to steal? Can you, I steal? You can steal, but you actually don't get the piece. Oh, so it would just be embarrassing to embarrass her. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it. it was a golden ale, it was I believe. A golden yes. ale. We mm. sampled. We got to sample the uh, the. Uh, Inaugural launch at Soxfest, mm. the the last Soxfest that happened. So, <laughs> 2020, yeah. ale, would 2020. I, would 2020. you have just gave me ale? But yeah, pale no, ale said, would have made a lot of sense because of pale hose ale. It would have made a ton of sense. Yeah. No, I said, yeah. what type of ale was it? Ugh. So you couldn't say ale, ale. Golden ale and pale ale are two different things. It's it's two ale. different ales. It's, it's an ale, ale. And I, I did Google, uh, are there different types of ales? Making yeah, sure many. that not all ales were yeah. golden. And yeah, there were many yes. ales. Uh, but the two designs. You have that answer? He got him, I think, right? 
Wasn't it just the regular logo and or, oh. and the the sock? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a uh, eighty three jersey oh, they had design. A, they had a blue, a blue and red yeah, one, blue, white, and red one with go. the the uh, horizontal. There SOS. was two questions in there. There was that was challenging, but you got the first one wrong. Yeah, so I mean, it was questionable, <laughs> Sean. <laughs> do, you, do you do you want me to win? Sean's Sean's rigging the game. Think about twenty nineteen. You just had to answer that it was a golden ale and that they wore they had a Sunday version and they had a, a black and white version. I didn't think it was that difficult. It's two questions, not one. Wow, oh, wow. Herb's playing under protest okay. and it's one question. Uh, Vinny, yeah, what a jerk. Feel free to spin. Spin the wheel. Numbers game. All right. All right. Love, love that song. Confetti this bomb. number has been worn by three players in White Sox history. Once in 2021, and twice in 1986. What number is this? Once in 2021, and twice in 1986. 2021. Hmm. Hmm. We, need, we need that uh, that one theme song that Jeff, uh, wow. Alex Trebek was the, the host of. And see, here's the thing. I think I know who it was, too. Who, who do you pick- think it was? This is. I mean, it doesn't. You, I need the, the jersey I know, you need number. The number. So you, you need could, the you number. Could, you could think the... I think the player was uh, Luis Basabe. Ooh. Is that correct? No. No. Okay. Well, then there you go. I'm, I'm already do you riffing get, on this one. Do you uh, want to guess the number? I just got to pick a number. I'll go with... Um, Luis Basabe never made a uh, debut for the White Sox. He was 61 oh, he in the Giants. Oh, okay. There you go. Well, then there you go. All sorts of wrong. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say... 67. Zero. Oh, Billy Hamilton. Billy Hamilton. All right, there you go. And then Oscar Gamble and Mike uh, Mark Ryle uh, in 1986 wore. Sure. Yeah, uh, your mean one was a good guess, too, but I bet he was the only one to wear that. 73, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, 73, yeah. he wore 73. Yeah. Uh, I will no, not answer the person? other question. I will not answer that question. Oh, we got uh, well, that's coming up. Let's, More numbers let's, game. Let's spin for Herb. Uh, right now, it is currently Vinny has a pink, and that's it. Uh, so, Herb, uh, on your second go-around, let's see what category you get. Honk, 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 honk. You think honk, it's a button, honk, not a wheel of fortune? You got to no, uh, crank it. Yeah. Numbers. Numbers oh, there you go. Guess there 73 go. for your mean Mercedes. I bet that'll be right. 73. <laughs> Herb. Yes. Number 36 is the most yes. worn number in White Sox franchise history. That is shocking. With 54 players donning the number. How is it not like 10? Uh, it's not 10. Can you? I think because those players are usually good. Oh, I see. Uh, and they, they, they stick around a lot. Yeah, they don't right. give up their number. Uh, can you name... Three White Sox players oh who have worn the number thirty-six. Um, I want to say former pitcher. It's not Donnie Lucy. It's Donnie something else. He's a a relief pitcher. I forgot his name. Um, I'm gonna say Scott Sanderson, uh, Fred uh, Fred Manrique, and Daryl Boston. I know he wore eight. Uh, so yeah, none of those answers <laughs> were right. Was did Scott Schoenweiss wear number 36? Um, there funny. was a decent a amount pull. of Scots, actually. You were thinking um, of uh, Donnie Veal. Scott Iyer, Donnie, yes. Scott Ruffcorn, and Scott Hemond. Oh. Uh, 92, 94 to 95, and 97 to 2000. Uh, recent vintage, uh, Chelsea Cutberth. Uh, oh, Chelsea Cutberth. Former oh, Royal yeah. Great, uh, yes. Kevin Smith. Kevin, sure. Uh, Rob Brantley. Josh Fegley. Every Ryan catcher, Sweeney. Every catcher ever. Chris Widger. <laughs> Tom Gordon. Oh, uh, Kevin Tapani. Uh, Tapani. Tapani. Yeah. Uh, Both Jer- sides of town. Jerry Harrison. Jerston. Uh, Jim Cott. Jerston uh, Sr. No, yeah. just Jerry. 
88. Yeah. Oh, just the, yeah, the top guy. Senior. Oh, yeah, senior. Yeah, senior. My bad. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, just no no junior. Oh, yeah. my bad. Uh, so, uh, no numbers game for, for Herbert Vinny there. Uh, let's. Sonningfield was not part of it then. No, he wasn't. Okay. And the wheel. So. All right, spin the wheel. And we'll take an ad break. Pat Sajak style. These are some diehard, ridiculous trivia. Are you serious? These are really These hard. These questions are brutal. I didn't try to make them that hard. Well, I nailed that first, first one. one. Let's go with easy. that again. Yeah, the first one was easy as hell. I would have got yeah. that one. All right. Trades. Trade time. Let's go. All right. Uh, these are teams that players have played for. This should be an easy one, folks. Of course, for Vinny. These are the players. <laughs> these are the teams that this player played for before tra- being traded to the White number Sox. number zero question, Herb. It's okay. <laughs> Seattle and Cincinnati. Seattle and Cincinnati, and then was traded to the White Sox from, you would imagine, the Cincinnati Reds. Yes, the last team that I will say it's in it's in order. Yeah, Herb already knows it. Oh, boy. Better get this right. Do, 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 Oh, man. Do, 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 do. Do, do, That's do, not helpful. Do, but uh, do, do. oh boy, why is the only person I can think of D'Angelo Jimenez? Um, it's not D'Angelo no, Jimenez. Not. I'll tell you that. Uh, Cincinnati Reds, Seattle Mariners trade. It's Seattle Mariners then the Reds. If that helps, right, right. Mm. I'm gonna need a final answer here. Yikes! This is surely embarrassing. I think you're just thinking way too hard. I am. Like, I'm like, oh, was it Jeremy Reed? No. Um, no. <laughs> going way ba- way too far into the vault for All this right, one. I need I'm a final to... answer. Hold no. on. Hold on. Played for the Dodgers. Uh, no, I got nothing. George Kenneth Griffey Jr. It's Ken oh, Griffey Ken Griffey Jr. Jr. That yeah. makes sense. It's yep. Ken Griffey Jr. Yep. <laughs> yeah, really blew that one. <laughs> and uh, Alex wow. and KPW. Didn't call that out for it, too. Do here. I get the wedge? Uh no okay no you don't uh let's uh let's take let's let's do one Come more on, I, for I think guys guys you gotta give me a shout out for naming both D'Angelo Jimenez and Jeremy Reed though yeah, he did. That's, a great great job, remem- that's a great remember that's a great remember of a Mariner and a, right and a Red yep. <laughs> <laughs> just couldn't think of uh, that one guy mm-hmm. uh let's let's get one more spin for Herb. And then uh, maybe we'll regroup here. Hopefully a good one, an easy one like that one. Or- yeah. Hey, uh, I didn't try to make them that hard, uh, especially the trades and free agent ones. I feel like uh, they were pretty uh, pretty all right. Steven, um, don't mess me up. Let's go with a good spin. Oh, wow. Now he's don't throwing Steven under the bus. It's Steven who's messing me up. Oh, beer, beer, beer. Beer, beer, beer. beer, beer. All right. So you already, you already had one shot at beer, beer, beer. Okay. How many beers mm-hmm. did Mark Burley say was the <laughs> max, the quote-unquote max, he drank in the dugout before his Game 3 save in the 2005 World Series? I'm going to say four beers. That's your final answer. That's my final answer. Said he had about three beers. Ugh. About three beers. Four is about three. <laughs> but it's, he said three. Wow. Two is about three. Stickler. Four is about three. I hope you have a bunch of questions on here because we're, we're going deep. I went three, three. Oh, I no. You're going to need three to come up with some more. Uh, we're going to regroup here. Maybe I'll find some more questions. Another hard uh, question. I'll let you know about the DraftKings <laughs> pick of the week first. I just first. had to just guess. <laughs> what? From 17, what is it? How many years ago? 17 years ago. 16, 18 years ago. It's a famous story about the White Sox and beer. Yeah, There's I, not too many. And I know we drank beer. I don't know saying what, how many. Oh, Mark drank three? 
What a jerk, Mark Brody. Hey, I, it was from a Kevin Kaduk uh, Yahoo post from 2017 that I found it from. Uh, I do want to give you the DraftKings pick of the week today. I just saw Greg Boyson walk in, and it is in the Blackhawks game. They're taking on the Flyers at 6 p.m. Flyers to score the first goal. Flyers money line and Travis Konecki to be an anytime goal scorer at plus 235 is your DraftKings pick of the week. No uh, Andy Stalock, Andrew Stalock for the Blackhawks. He won't be on the road trip. Alex, uh, Alex Stalock. Thank you. I knew it was an A. Uh, he's good matter. at being a goaltender. Mrazek, not so much. So we'll go. Even turned to a hockey fan. <laughs> hockey guy. At the beginning of the year, he was not a hockey yeah. guy. <laughs> not, now, now here's the turn. Now he's out here talking now, about Alex Stalock, whoever the hell this <laughs> man is. He's winning money on it. Uh, we also got to let you know about Chi-Town Custom Cornhole. They're the number one cornhole provider for Chicagoland and Illinois since 2007. Their signature box style can design can be digitally printed covered in vinyl and painted and their cornhole boards come with built-in drink holders recessed in on the back led lights that light up the hole and exterior handles easy for carrying and handcrafted scorekeepers they are veteran owned and operated and they can ship anywhere and offer local pickups they specialize in corporate designs for your company's next marketing or social event wedding gifts and gifts for all occasions and especially for tailgaters and backyard barbecuers so check out their website ShytownCornhole.com and make sure to follow them on Instagram at Shytown Custom Cornhole Boards. Thank you for your support, Shytown Custom Cornhole. Also, got to let you know about DraftKings. Just gave you the DraftKings pick of the week, but it is time for NFL playoff action. We're one cl- step closer to Super Bowl 57. And for the NFL divisional round, check out DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in, uh, in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can take a shot in even bigger payouts with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Boost your NFL winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. I like the Giants plus 7.5. I like the over in the Cowboys-Niners game at 46. I like the over in the uh, Giants-Eagles game at 48. This upcoming weekend, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code CHGO. New customers can bet just $5 on the NFL divisional round and get $200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See notes for details. One piece One so far. One to nothing so <laughs> far. Uh, let's spin the wheel. It might just be first one to three All at right, this point. All right, here we point. go. Spin uh, away. Vinny, you are up, and yep. it is your spin. Steven, feel free to roll. Also, Cross Tillman saying your hair is looking great. Ah, thank you, my friend. Appreciate looking real it. Nice. Uh, honk, honk. All right. There we go. Thank you, Stephen, for the sound effect. Uh, Hong Kong, the first one of this, and it is StatCast right field home runs that landed in the Goose Island landing from 2019 to 2021. On May 13th, 2019, Mm -hmm. 2019, this Cleveland middle infielder ripped a ball into the Goose Island landing with an exit velocity of 112.8 miles per hour and a hit distance of 435 feet he came the closest to hitting the goose. Which hitter accomplished this feat? In 2019, you this say. This Cleveland middle infielder. May 13th, 2019. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say Francisco Lindor. Francisco Lindor. Vinny gets the piece. There we there go. go. Easy ask questions for Vinny. Come on, man. How is that easy? It was it, it could have Cleveland been, middle infielder. Hey, hey, it could have been Cesar Hernandez. It he been doesn't Cesar have Hernandez. 435 <laughs> power well, feet and power. Well, and I had to put middle infielder there because if I didn't, Ugh. then it would have been like, oh, it could have been Jose Ramirez, and then it would have been too hard of a question. Yeah. Sean, Sean's so, rigging the game. Um, I'm just trying to make it easy. Sean's here. fighting back, Herb, um, against these guys. Rigging the game. Ken Shucks. Griffey Jr., Adam Eaton, 
And to be fair, I didn't get the Griffey one. I know you didn't, but he was trying. He was trying to give you it. And fucking Francisco Lindor. I, I thought the beer question was easy. I thought that I was the Scott easiest Sanders one I wrote. Scott Schoenweiss. The, thir- the number 36 was difficult, uh, more difficult than I thought. Uh, so Vinny's got the yellow one and the pink one. Uh, and Herb, you're trying to get something. Scott Schoenweiss' family doesn't know who he is. Spin Ooh. the wheel. Scott Schoenweiss didn't wear 36. I had my hair cut once by someone who knew Scott Schoenweiss. <laughs> This current haircut? <laughs> no. What? Well, many, the hair many looks years nice. I didn't, I didn't know. Many years ago. Uh, beer, beer, beer. Um, all right. This beer, is beer. Vinny's. Herbs. No, this is Herbs. Uh, Herbs question. All right. Uh, and you've already make answered it, the it, other two? Make it like Vinny's and make it nice and easy. No. I, this is, <laughs> they, got, they went from easier to hardest. Right. You've already tried to answer the two easiest questions in this category. Those were pretty hard. And this one, actually, and there were thought, two questions in the first one. This one I thought Vinny actually would know because he was at the actual event where they announced this. Okay. According to a 2022 Sun-Times report, but it was basically the White Sox invited the media to guaranteed rate field to try all the new samplings and stuff. Mm-hmm. According to a 2022 Sun-Times report, how many beers can you find? At guaranteed rate field, it is a roundish number. It's on a it's on a five or a zero. But how many beers can you find at the park? I gotta get the exact number. It's, Good it's luck, a, Herb. It's a question, oh. and you have to give me an <laughs> answer. Hundred beers. Yes, you have to give me an answer. One hundred beers. No. Zero. What is it? It's it's seventy five beers. You can find seventy five beers at guaranteed rate uh, In Herb's rate defense, field. that one was extremely difficult. And so I, was the first one, which was two damn questions. It was golden. And they have the 83 jerseys and the, and the black one. I, two questions. I don't know. Still. Spin that wheel, Steven. Spin that Here we wheel. Go. Herb's never going to win a trivia question ever. <laughs> trivia Lindor game. was an easy well, guess. Well, Sean's out of beer questions, so I don't I know am. how I'm getting that brown pie piece. But I'm, out, I'm out of beer questions. I'll figure something out. I already have pink. He's gonna do make, I get to spin again? What beer is right in front of you? Yeah, you Vinny? do get to spin again. <laughs> All right, <laughs> do spin, spin it again. <laughs> or I guess. I have pink and yellow. Yeah, okay. Yes. Now pick one. Pick, I just get to pick any other one. Pick green or blue. Uh, I'll go with. Blue. You either get trades I'll or numbers. Blue. I'll okay. go blue. All right. Yeah. Here are the players that this player played for yeah. before being traded to the White Sox. Yeah. Tampa, Kansas City, San Diego. Tampa, Kansas City, San Diego. Herb knows it. I already know it. Yeah. <laughs> I have another weird guy in my head that I just can't get past. I don't think it's him, though. I think he played for the Reds. Oh, man. It's not Jeff Kepinger, is it? <laughs> not Jeff <laughs> Kepinger. <laughs> he was a free agent. It's Jamie Shields, later known yeah. as James Shields. It's, yeah. it's James Shields. I didn't know if I was exactly By done, the way, but that was funny. <laughs> James Shields, Aaron Rowan, Cousins. Really? Yeah. They yeah. are. I probably would have come up with big game James eventually, Huego okay. G, but yeah. Right. Let's keep it moving. Spin the wheel. <laughs> Herb, you're uh, up. Steven? Uh, it doesn't I, matter which one, except for beer, beer, beer. Yeah, it just can't be beer, beer, beer. Well, how, who's gonna, who's gonna, who's getting the brown? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Vinny. I thought you guys would answer these questions a little bit better. Um, honk, honk. I just again, I'm happy I got everybody laughing with Jeff Keppinger. <laughs> That's all I care about. They paid him to go away too. It was quick too. It wasn't even a full season. Like, uh, yeah, it's that's enough. <laughs> Brutal. Get out of here. He did play for the Rays, though. He did. He did. Yeah. He did play and for the Rays. And then Sox signed him in the free agency. He's like, here we go. And he's like, I don't know how to play baseball anymore. Sorry, guys. Question number two or three. You get to pick. Two, because three is the harder one, okay. right? Yeah. Out of White Sox hitters from 2019 to 2021, no one threatened the goose, 
more than Yasmani Grandal. On May 12th, 2021, Grandal launched a 412-foot blast that came at the feet of the geese. What? Which <laughs> twins reliever? You know, you know, feet. The precipice. Also, you said geese. There's only one. Goose. Goose. Yeah. Which twins reliever did he hit it off of? See, again, hard. Um, it's, it is hard. It, it's a ridiculously stupid answer for the pitcher, but the name should actually be very, very easy for you to get. I think what about does that tw- mean, Steven? I don't know. Twins <laughs> I don't know pitcher. the answers. In 2019 to 2021. Well, uh, no, in, it was, it was he hit the home run 2021. May. May of 21. May 12th. I mean, <sighs> I mean, look I'll, around the room. Camera, phone, TV, person, woman. Yeah. Uh, see what I did there? Nobody got that. Um, <laughs> lights, camera, action. I'm Lights, camera, action, herbs. <laughs> 2021. I'm just going to go with. Uh, Alex Column C. Do you know it? Do I know it? Yeah. Do you know? Not, was it that? Is it that guy with the mustache and the uh, the Uber driver guy? No, Randy yeah. Randy Dobnak. Yeah. No, it's was not it Randy Dobnak. Yeah. It was Sean Anderson. Who's that? The, the Twins pitcher. His name was S H A U N Anderson. Oh. Right. I, I he not hit you. the home. No, yeah. but he hit the home run, you and I was like, the Twins. No, I was just like, yeah. that's why I said, look in the room. It was my name. Uh, he could just said Sean Anderson. My name. You would have gotten it. My bad. Yeah, Boof Bonzer was, was really a good hard. guess. It was. Boof Bonzer is a great guess. <laughs> the, the best pitcher to be ever be named after a uh, Teen Wolf character. <laughs> All right, let's let's try this way. Yeah, uh, Vinny, you just have to start asking some stuff. Yeah, you you've gotten two. You you you've, you've been granted access to the final question. Oh, okay. Right? I, I won her. I actually had two too. Also, the two easy ones you gave to Vinny, I got. Oh, don't don't worry. Here, but that here, was here. only one. This, those are the same category. Yeah. So you only get one pie piece for the whole thing. So I'm still ahead two I'll, to one. I'll clear. I'll clear all the questions we haven't done. Yeah. And if you can get two of them right, uh, Herb, oh, uh, Herb wins. We'll we'll uh, we'll go to the final question and we'll see if uh, either of you guys can get that. All right. Give me the easiest one from one of these categories we haven't gone. To. Well, Just start so asking we somebody something. So, so the, for the free agent one, we haven't done two of these. Right. Do you want the second one or the third second one? Second one. Atlanta, Kansas City, Oakland. This is the free agent that signed with the White Sox. Atlanta, Kansas City, Oakland. Jermaine Die. Jermaine Die. Correct. You get a pink piece like Vinny. Uh, trades. Chicago, the NL team, and Oakland before being traded to the White Sox. This is me or? This is you. Okay. This is you. You to try to get to the final round. It's Jeff Samarja. It is Jeff Samarja. There you go. You get a blue piece right there. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one uh, I just thought was a a fun one. Uh, 26 players in White Sox history have worn the number 35, but none since 2005 after it was retired in the honor of Frank Thomas. Can you name one of the other 35s in White Sox history? <laughs> Just one player. Yeah. One Steve, of the other Steven's 25 no. players. Um, no, I no. started watching White Sox baseball in 1990 for Frank Thomas. Yeah. Didn't see a game before that. Yeah. Okay. That one's pre- pretty tough. I don't know any of them. I don't guys. know. Like Ed Kleinman, I think, is the yeah. only guy that. that Some no pitchers, probably. Yeah. No, no one really. Uh, that was a bad question. That, that's on me. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe we didn't get Ed Kleinman. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe we didn't get Ed Kleinman. <laughs> Uh, and then the final one I got before we get into the final questions, uh, and these the final questions, by the way, are hard. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, good. Harder. On June, yeah. On June 3rd, 2021, this one's in Hong Kong. The White Sox infielder outfield, this White Sox infielder slash outfielder threatened the goose with a shot off Casey Mize. He hit a ball 412 feet. 
You wonder if Roger Bo- uh, Roger Bossard, I was going to pull an A rod there. Roger Bossard lent him any tools to power him up. That was Rake Lamb. Golden uh-huh. man with the golden rake. Got you. Rake Lamb. Uh, Infielder, outfielder, my mind was on later. <laughs> Me yeah, too. My bad. <laughs> uh, he wasn't hitting the ball 412 feet, though. Uh, let's go into the final questions here. Uh, let's spin the wheel, and Vinny will go up first. Uh, I got all the, the Oh, the, the final here. questions are in every category. Yeah, every category. Okay, cool. So it was three three in the main round. Gotcha. Hopefully that, gotcha. you know, one of you guys would at least gotten. Spin away. Yeah, spin away. This is for Vinny. Um, this game doesn't make any sense. All right, oh, trades. Brutal. I wanted that honk honk again. <laughs> trades. Yeah, and we know how good I am at this. Toronto. Yeah. And Chicago NL. Blue Jays, Cubs traded to White Sox. That would be... He was, and I'll give you this. I'll get this. I, I will give you this. He All was right. an outfielder. Yeah, put the comments down. Put the com- oh, it's it's uh, George Bell. It is George yep. Bell. Congratulations. Yep. George Bell yep. in, in the trade That's for Sam. Not, that Sam was Sam pretty Sam. hard. It was pretty yep. hard. Yeah. For Sammy. Yep. Yeah. Good job. Good uh, job, Vinny. George Bell. And it wasn't it wasn't recent either, so you, you racked mm. your mind on that one. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vinny, uh, you got three right there, so I, I will say if uh, Herb ties you on this one, I think you won the, uh, the good old-fashioned way. Uh, let's spin the wheel for Herb. Uh, and also, I don't know if you can. Uh, yeah, just if you get trades... Uh, We'll let you pick on whatever it gets in the middle, basically. Ooh. Um, so no trades. Spinner's choice. No, it's nah, numbers it's game. numbers game. Ed Kleinman. <laughs> this is my favorite question, though, and this is this is kind of a, a your mean question mm. in a way. Six numbers are unique in White Sox history. Also, uh, I, I just I feel now I just got to double check to make sure. Yeah, okay. Uh, six numbers are unique in White Sox history. Can you name the numbers and the players who wore them? All six of them. So, so, <laughs> so there's Shit. six like Herb, numbers Herb, Herb. that have been like worn all on the team in the I, last two I years. I know that, yeah. but it's six of them. Six numbers that have been worn once by a player, and once only, just yeah. by that player. I'm just gonna say you're mean. Seventy three. No, you're wow. incorrect. That was quick. That was quick. Your your mean was uh, also. I know Manny Ramirez ninety nine seventy nine Abreu eighty eight uh, Luis Robert uh, seventy four Julio Jimenez uh, and I'm stumped after that. Okay. Cease yes eighty four and um, so Tom Phillips wore uh, seventy three in nineteen ninety seven. Tony Phillips wore uh, Fisk yeah wore yeah. seventy three in ninety seven. Carlton Fisk, yeah. only player to wear 72, and that was retired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, it Did you just that. rattle off the four, though? The other four he said yeah. were right? Yeah. Abreu, Aloy, Robert, s- and Manny Ramirez? Yeah, he yeah, just okay. didn't get Cease and, uh, cease and uh, what's Fisk. it called? Yeah. Fisk. That's cool. not that hard of a question. That it, That is really hard. These questions are like all one of, person. All of those guys are six and two and three, four All of questions. those guys are brand names. I'm, Manny Ramirez, Luis Robert, Dylan Cease, Jose Abreu, Aloy Jimenez, and Carlton Fisk. Understood. But I'm saying. Cool, we're going to be up on the Kleiman. wall. I'm, exactly. He had that one. Like, I get all the hard ones. Come on, Sean. Okay, fine. Here, here. We'll get, we'll get you some more. Up. Um, Let's give me. See. Give me oh, you, I'm sorry, me. but the card says <laughs> moops. <laughs> give me the Frank Thomas question. Uh, I, there's no Frank Thomas question. All right, give me the King Griffey here's Jr. The, here's question. Here's the again. three other final questions. This is in free agents. So these are the teams that he played for before signing with the White Sox the Yankees and the Pirates. He was a starting pitcher. The Yankees and the Pirates, starting pitcher. This is this is a harder question than what you just got. And went to the White Sox in a fr- as a free agent. 
Whew. Um, Pirates, Yankees. The Yankees, Pirates. Um, all I can think of was Todd Ritchie. Yeah, I guess. Kip Wells. Oh, no. Uh, I think Kip <laughs> Wells was actually drafted by the... I know, this, I know. Uh, Todd uh, Ritchie and Kip Wells were traded for each other. Yeah. Ivan Nova. Oh, Yvonne oh, Champagne Yvonne Supernova. Nova. Yeah, Nova. In the sky. Yeah. Uh, honk, honk. This one is not a StatCast Goose Island landing mm-hmm. question. This is a geese question. Mm-hmm. Just all, a question about geese. All varieties of duck, geese, and swans are a part of this diverse family of birds. We got to come up with a Latin name? No, it's uh, just the, it's the, the, the type of bird that they are. Airfowl. Well, it would be waterfowl, obviously. It's waterfowl. Yeah. Ah, yeah. waterfowl. All birds are airfowl, except, you know, ostriches. And, Besides ducks, yeah. geese, and swans. That's what you're so looking for, waterfowl? Waterfowl okay. was the yeah. correct answer. Uh, and then a uh, final one, beer, beer, beer. Uh, in 1986, the Crosstown Classic was sponsored by Bush. In commercials promoting the Crosstown Classic, White Sox manager Tony Larissa can be seen giving this Cubs manager a call. What year was this? 86? 86. Glenn Fry. Uh, close, Jim Fry, uh, his dad. Glenn <laughs> Fry of the Eagles. Yeah, Glenn Fry from the Eagles. Wow, and I said that with a lot of confidence. All right, Glenn Fry. Yeah, seriously. Boy, I should have just gone last uh, name like on Jeopardy. Songs of Innocence. Who is Fry? <laughs> Who is Fry? Uh, good job, though. Airfowl. Uh, yeah, airfowl. Uh, this entire... That's what they call when someone goes up for a layup and you smack them. That's an yeah. airfowl. And this entire show was an airfowl. Yeah, it this, was. It's just a complete... It was an over-the-air foul. Complete foul. Gary uh, Glover mentioned over there. What did Gary Glover No, He gave up the longest home run in, in a guaranteed rate history, even though they gave it to the other person. He gave a home run to Eric Chavez. It was hit farther than the one that uh, Joe Borchard hit. But, you know, you can't have an opposing person have the longest home run. I Travis Hafner came close, too, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He's well, in the uh, top five, I want to say. Michael Conforto, I found this. He went, He hit one past the goose. It didn't threaten the goose. It went past the goose. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Laying on the same level well, as the goose just over. Would hmm. they say that was uh, listed as, like, 450? No. See. It's like 444 or something like that. Mm. Uh, finally, just on our way out here, just got to let you know, Chicago, you've already got the best coverage for your favorite teams. So get fitted in the best sports gear around. Foco's got you covered from Soldier Field to the front room, uh, front room, north or south side with hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. Get decked out like tomorrow with apparel from leaders in sports merchant and collectibles. Foco, if you're looking for the perfect gift for the football fan in your life, Foco's got you covered with hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. Check out Foco.com or click the link in the description below for online pre-sale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. Uh, also, uh, yeah, Araldus Chapman to the uh, Royals on our way out. It's the only uh, baseball news of today. Uh, I don't know how much it's going to affect the AL Central. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but that's going to do it. Uh, thanks for participating in this foul of a trivial pursuit game. Uh, that's Vinny Duber. You can follow him on Twitter at Vinny Duber. He's our CHGO White Sox beat writer. That's Herb Lawrence. You can follow him on Twitter at Ecknerwall23. He's our CHGO White Sox community leader. And I'm Sean Anderson. You can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. Yeah, uh, Matt, uh, Michael Conforto hit his home run off Joss. Osage. Never break the chain. Uh, yeah, <laughs> our, our guy. Uh, and uh, AJ Pollock ruined that song. Uh, shout out to Stephen Nicholas. He for didn't. Produce, yeah, whoever <laughs> made, made it. Bad it. Would Mac it. Made it. Uh, and then a uh, shout out to Stephen Nicholas who uh, produced the show. We will talk to you on our podcast only pod uh, Monday morning around midnight and then at 4 p.m. on Monday for the live show. Talk to you then.